Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, it's finally the kind of weather I like best for sleeping. Windows open, cold cheeks, warm uh, other cheeks. <laughs> I had an accident with a knife and now I can't type, text, cook, clean, or work. So I guess I'll just take the week off and let my sore thumb stick out. Oh boy. I knew it was going to rain and I still went through the car wash the day before. I am defiant, Heather. 
And I will not apologize. (laughs) Never apologize, Sarah. Considering all the food allergens and toxins out there, I can eat chia seeds and rice. Cool. Mm. Have such a good day. Hello, world. Welcome back to Have Such a Good Day. The show that wants you to have just that. It really does. This is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life. Welcome. And salutations. (laughs) (laughs) Happy almost birthday, Sarah Lane. Thanks. Thanks. This is the exciting mid-October time where every single one of my girlfriends has a birthday. It's like- You really do. I know a lot of October babies. It's true. I really do. I've got a lot of Libras in my life, um, if that means anything to you. Well, it means Um, that you have good taste. Seriously. I like a good balanced friend. Helps balance me out. Like it's it's kind of like a kite string sort of situation. I'm the kite. You might be the string. Well, I don't know if that's what you do for me, Sarah. But would you say that you're a balanced human? Uh, what Heather's referring to, just in case you're just like, what? Do I balance? That's the it's the scales, <laughs> the scales. you know, zodiac yep. stuff, which I don't pay any attention to. But I mean, I have definitely read about the supposed traits of my sign. Uh-huh. Balance it's being fun. seeking balance, being one of them. I think, yes, I do. I also think lots of people do. I think also if I wanted to get, if I wanted to get like real, just like cerebral about Zodiac stuff, which (laughs) I don't, but if I wanted to, I would say the constant seeking of balance can sometimes make me very indecisive because I'm always trying to weigh options. Like, "Mm, I don't know how to make a choice. You're like, if I go down that path, that could happen. I don't know if I want to do that. So then what's the other path? Yeah. It's like seeking balance to the point of indecisiveness, I think would be be a a trait I definitely have, whether or not it has anything to do with being And I'm not even a Libra. I'm actually, I, I would find indecisiveness to be my least attractive trait. Um, just it's the waffling. And I think it's for that very reason is there's so many wonderful paths to take Mm -hmm. or there's so many daunting paths. And so it's hard to actually pull the trigger because I will fast forward the movie down that path and be like, oh, but hmm, this could happen. And yeah. And then I, I work myself up into an indecisive frenzy and it's, it's all bad. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah, how you doing? How you doing? How's well, how's your week? I'm doing all right. I've got, you know, I have some like heavy life stuff going on. It's nothing, mm-hmm. you know, we all, don't we all? But uh, <laughs> some, some of that, it's the time of year. We talked about this in the last couple of episodes. I sometimes get weird around this time of year. Well, I do. <laughs> I, I am weird yeah. around this time of year for, I think, pretty legit reasons. Um, it's going to be as far as I can see into the the horizon, a pretty chill sort of extended holiday season. We're gosh, halfway through October at this point, almost. And, you know, and then we just kind of roll right into the holidays. Not totally sure what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm planning an apartment move. Uh, I don't have a specific place I'm going, but I've done this before around kind of like, Let's get through the holidays and then, you know, apartment hunts. I've 
for some reason in the past, I've often been looking for an apartment kind of early January and people yeah. say, oh, it's, that's great because it's winter and, you know, everybody's like miserable and, and, you know, leaves for sunnier pastures. People tend to move out during the summer. Like it's kind of like a, yeah, a summer there's just thing. A little well, bit, at least in There's a little yeah, bit experience. of a, I think probably wishful thinking that I'm going to find like some dream apartment like on January 5th type thing. But, um, mm-hmm. but you know, that's something that is actually pretty stressful, you know, moving. Uh, but I, yeah. but I, I hope to do sooner than later. So that's kind of fun. Um, you know, uh-huh. I can, I can use my imagination and be in some adorable bungalow a few months from now, you know, buying new plants and, and I love it. enjoying a, you know, a breeze out my cute window. We'll see if I get there <laughs> on or your not. cheeks, You're... on all your four cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like a cold butt just for the record, everybody. No, no. I like cold. I like my face to be cold when I'm yeah, sleeping. Yeah, yeah. And then I like the rest of myself to be, to be nice toasty. and toasty. And if my face is like too cold, which really doesn't happen but let's just say it was then I do like the you know duvet around the the face just with my nose sticking out and then I'm yeah. just I'm just a little kind of mole person so <laughs> you yeah. know I'm so I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show it's um very important uh evolution for me but I never used to wear like pajama pants mm. and now it's like I'm religious about it and um I I don't know what it is maybe it's a I don't know. I, I'm so I never really knew how great they were. I didn't really understand why people wore PJs. I was always a t-shirt girl, mm-hmm. um, but now I, I kind of get it. Late in life, you know, uh, discoveries can happen at any at any time, y'all. They really so can. Just be on the lookout. Um, I was explaining <laughs> this to someone the other day. I have no idea why. Well, we were talking about pajamas, and you know, it's sort of like listen. I <laughs> uh, if you're sleeping alone or you're sleeping with someone else, that's of course you know. There's a factor if you have a, a, be- uh-huh. a bedfellow. But um, when I'm by myself, I almost always wear like, well, in the summer, it's sometimes you just can't get away with it. But like very thin, but long, full length pajama pants because I don't like my bare legs to touch each other because yeah. it makes them hot. <laughs> it's like you go, totally. you Maybe go, but, that's it. but if you're wearing a layer, isn't that, doesn't that make you hotter? Somehow skin on skin is... I don't know. It like sets me on fire. And, you know, I can't just like sleep spread eagle all night. You know, sometimes I want my legs to touch. And so I like that little bit of fabric in between. I, I think that that might be it. Sarah, you cracked the code. I cracked the code. I didn't totally understand. Even like on a warm day, which we actually changed our linen sheets about 10 days ago uh, to flannel. And I was hesitant because I was like, I think we're going to have a couple hot days coming up, like just random October, uh-huh. yeah. you know, heat wave days for like three days. And we did. And I was like, oh, man, maybe we should change them back because it's going to be hot tonight. And my boyfriend insisted not. And I also wore pants. And I thought, well, I'm going to sweat. This is this is too many layers. But I didn't. It kept me cool. You know, there's something to say for it. Maybe it does keep you cool. Flannel can do that sometimes. I'm I'm a fan of the yeah. flannel sheet. Um it depends on the it de- so many factors, right? So many so many factors mm-hmm. going into a comfy comfy night's sleep. But I, I like a flannel sheet. I haven't had any myself for a while, but every so often, you know, if I'm staying over at someone's house and they have flannel sheets, I go, oh yeah, these are pretty like, nice. Oh, I forgot about these. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can't decide flannel. if I love 
flannel or linen more. Probably flannel because they're a little softer, but linen sheets are, are oh, definitely you know how my I jam. Feel about the linen sheet. I am. Mm-hmm. I am a linen. Anything sheet. linen, really. Oh, I remember. Yeah, we were. I was talking to a friend. It, this all started because we were talking about linen sheets and um, the whole idea that some people don't believe in a top sheet. Yes. And you know they they have a duvet with a cover which is designed to be you know as long as it's a nice soft cover like that's all you need. Now I have slept in a bed without a top sheet before. Again, like I remember the first time I did, I was house sitting. This is like a million years ago. I was in like college. And I was like, where is their top sheet? Why is there no top sheet? Like, I feel like weird about this. Like, I felt like I was like creating, I don't know. Like, it was like, it felt like dirty to me a little bit. Like, how often are they changing the duvet cover? Because (laughs) you don't, you don't always have to do that if you've got a top sheet, right? Because you've got that layer. And duvet covers are like, so gnarly to change I like don't oh, yeah. do it often enough because yeah I hate doing it you think like are you changing the debate cover as often as I would yeah but I kind of like the feeling of it when I'm on vacation or go to a hotel without you know because a lot of hotels do that um Gosh, I kind of like they? the feeling but yeah I feel like there's a lot of or maybe Airbnbs at least when I was on my trip there was that situation probably more than having a top sheet mm. maybe it's less to clean I don't know well, I there was a whole debate uh, between a few of us, and you know, one of my friends is like, "Listen, I prefer just to sleep with nothing over me. I'm just gonna like have a you know na- my my naked self. Like I would sleep like on top of the bed as long as I'm warm enough." And I was like, "I would never do that, unless I was mm-hmm. I don't know like comatose or something. I would never do that." <laughs> Uh, and then there there were other people who were like, but what is the point of the top sheet? And then the rest of us were like, because it like is a buffer between you and the duvet cover and it feels the same as the sheet that's under you. I mean, I guess you could mix and match, but now you're getting crazy. And it was like, <laughs> I thought it was so interesting. People really just have pretty strong feelings about, no, this is the way I'm comfortable, you know, when yeah. it's it, when it's sleepy time. So so kudos. But yes, a, f- a friend of mine, uh, she and I are both linen people, but she said, uh, it's funny, I've actually, I, I have, um, well, I wasn't house sitting for her, but she was letting me stay at her house. So I have slept in her bed, extremely comfortable bed. But she she said, yeah, but I am anti-linen pillowcases. There's something about linen mm-hmm. on my face I don't like, but I can't sleep without it on the rest of my body. And I was like, I feel interesting way, and very specific. Yeah, I don't like it on my face either. I don't use my I like my linen pillowcases for just kind of lounging around if I'm like reading a book or something and it's the back of my head. Mm. But I don't like sleeping with them either. They're too rough on my face. Oh, that's so funny. They feel rough. Yeah. Yeah. I linen use a is silk one, linen is actually. its own thing. Yeah. You can't like if you have an issue with things that look kind of rumpled and wrinkled, yeah. linen sheets are not for you. Uh I yeah, love that. Not. I I, I love the look, but I also... The crinkly look. I like the linen look, yeah. But I, it's like, mm. how often am I, like, looking at my sheets? Not that often, you know? <laughs> if I'm if I'm doing things right, my bed's getting made, and, you know, I feel them more than I see them. So, yeah. Heather, I had a, like, so bizarro day the other day. So, <laughs> so I'm walking Otis. You tell. And, like I mentioned, it rained recently. Not even that hard here, but, I mean... Really, the first 
like something that's beyond fog sprinkles of really the the year or, or the season and uh-huh. um so somewhat overnight because we had a really uh, uh heat wave a hot spell last week somewhat overnight the weather has felt like oh wow you know we've got clouds we've got some we've got some uh some mood some drama here and also mm. it uh if it's somewhat in the middle of the day and I have to walk the dog it's not a huge issue I mean when it's 95 degrees it's a huge issue you know I have to figure out somewhere very specific that we can walk or go to the beach where it's not going to be that hot um otherwise it's just like he and I both are pretty miserable anyway so I'm walking him so this was like I don't know midday over the weekend and there's a creek and so we're uh, a creek nearby where I am and we're on a loop and you know it's probably a, a mile and a half type thing but you can only you can either go one way or you can go the other way. There's no kind of like cutting through once you've started this loop because you're like walking around a creek and there's only certain areas to enter. Anyway, so we're like almost all the way around and all of a sudden right in front of us are a pack of wild turkeys like on this creek path, which is it's it's um, dirt. I mean, it's it's a dirt path. So it's like cars can't come in there. But, you know, you have like bicyclists and joggers, people with dogs like me, blah, blah, blah. And there's these turkey, like, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, like, am I, is, is anybody else seeing this? You know, and Otis is like kind of flipped out because there's so many of them uh-huh. and they're actually really big, you know, uh-huh. and they're completely disinterested in us. And so I was sort of like, okay, sit down. All right. We're not going to have an incident here where Otis like runs after a turkey. And I don't even, I don't even want to see that scenario. Um, and I'm like, can they fly? They could probably fly. Why aren't they flying? And so we're like inching closer to them and they're just like, like half of them are like kind of napping, just like mm-hmm. fully not moving, you know? And I'm, I'm sort of like making weird noises going like, and like stomping my feet. <laughs> and just then a guy comes from the other direction. So coming toward this whole thing and he's running and he's like, and apologies if uh, anybody who listens to DTNS sort of heard this story before, uh, but uh, he, he's, he's, he's running toward us and he's sort of like, hi, Bobby, hi, Scooter. And I was like, are these your turkeys? And he's like, no, they're wild. And I was like, oh, but okay. I seemed like you, <laughs> it seemed like you knew that. Like I was like, I was like, I'm in a bizarro scenario right now like I don't know what's going on I love how gullible you were you were just like oh what well because because it's like I've never seen I this this particular loop is like I'm on it fairly often I've never seen a pack of wild turkeys like this in my life anywhere like outside of a zoo or some sort of nature preserve this is like (laughs) not far from a fairly busy you know like road you know on either side of this kind of loop anyway so we finally, the runner sort of scares the turkeys off. So they like all fly onto the other side, which is funny because then I had to like close the loop and actually pass them again. Um, but by that point, they were sort of like annoyed and they they let me pass more easily the next time. But so I, you know, and later on, I took a couple photos, you know, I'm, I'm talking to someone later on. I'm like, look at this, you know, and I felt like everyone was like, yeah, you know, wild turkeys are kind of a thing, Sarah. And I'm like... Since when? No one has ever mentioned this to me before. 
it was there were so many of them too it wasn't like oh there's two turkeys you know we should all be ashamed that we have not mentioned this to you before all of us so okay so same day same day you know the, the we uh we leave the wild turkey colony without incident but later on i'm driving in the same general area but like not super close like these were not the same turkeys and i'm in my car and sure enough, have to slam on the brakes because a family of wild turkeys are crossing the road. Wow. S- seemingly out of nowhere again, like I almost hit them or one of them. You know, I didn't uh, all as well. But it was like, what is happening today with the weather? The weather has brought out the wild turkeys and they're like, <laughs> they're just infiltrating my life. So haven't seen one since, uh, but I'm going to keep I you all it. abreast. I'm actually curious, um, actually just Googled, um, I like, you know, sort of like dream symbolism, like why you dream about certain animals or, or whatnot. Um, and coming across a turkey IRL, they they do symbolize something positive. So that's good. I mean, oh, they're well, I could strength use a and courage. And, oh, I love this. The turkey is also a symbol of new beginnings and good luck, Sarah. Oh. This is really a great symbol for you right now. I mean, who says that this is good luck? This is Google. It's Google. Well, you know, yeah, it's but like, like these... <laughs> I don't think Google itself is telling us this. It's probably a source. Uh, besides well, yeah, Google. the source is Spirit Animal Info. Oh, uh, well, now you know yeah. it's good. I'm feeling yeah, lucky exactly. already. You should feel lucky. Yeah. You should. Well, it's funny. So the um, down the street, just uh, you know, real hop, skip, and a jump. There's a a um, a couple, they have a really cute little country house and they uh, got recently, they each wanted to pick out some pets. I guess they're just at this point in their lives and they both wanted to pick out the pets of their choosing. Um, so the woman picked out two cats and the husband picked out three geese. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of an interesting choice. And so these geese are in his front yard and I walk past there a lot and I drive past there a lot and they run toward you. And geese can be a little scarier than turkeys kind of because they can bite and they can be like pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're so cute. They're actually not aggressive. And if you talk to them with like a calm voice, like a sweet, you know, and your unthreatening voice, um, they're actually like really friendly and adorable. And they just kind of stand at the edge of, edge of the property and you can have a little conversation with them. I love them. I, I find them to be so uh, kind of amusing uh, as a bird. Um, they just kind of waddle you real fast, you know, toward the end of the property to like say hi. And mm-hmm. in fact, a lot of the geese right now are migrating uh, from for either from here to here. I'm not really sure, but this is that time of year, at least here, where you you hear them and you look out the window and you can see them all in a you know like a triangle like in the sky and they're honking as they go above there is something about that and i i think i've mentioned this on the show like way back when it's just it soothes me like a foghorn it's a noise that i just i can't really put my finger on it uh what it is it just it's a good it's a good feeling um but when i hear them honking and like kind of cruising across the sky i don't know it brings me joy Anyway, um, yeah, so birds. Uh, birds <laughs> are... Birds. Uh, <laughs> actually, speaking of birds, it's funny. This is becoming a bird-themed 
episode. Um, yeah, <laughs> two days ago, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I have a, a, an extensive garden. I live on a park, uh, nine acres, over nine acres, constantly overwhelms me. Um, we have a, a fenced in vegetable garden. It's pretty big. Uh, that also has a uh, kind of half of that is a flower garden with flowers that animals eat. Um, which is fenced in so that we can have uh, said flowers. Mm -hmm. And we have a greenhouse also where the door just never wants to close. Um, it's the most frustrating door. Uh, we've had many uh, workmen come out to try and fix it, but it likes to just pop open. And it might be because of the heat in there. I'm not really sure. Um, so we often get little, not always little, but birds caught in there. Mm -hmm. I have uh, saved many a, a hummingbird, and um, no blue jays, uh, even though we do have a lot of blue jays, it's usually a smaller bird uh, that maybe just slips through. And it, it's very stressful for me because they're, they're really struggling and they, they can't communicate and you, you, you can't talk them down and talk them back through the door or through the window. They just, they're freaked out. They're so scared and they're kind of hurting themselves because they're, they're trying to get through the window yeah. and they're just confused and it's, I just get really sweaty when I'm like, I get my net and I'm in there and I'm just like, you know, trying to coerce them out. And so there was one in there the other day and, you know, I call in Elijah cause it's, it's easier with a second person because you can kind of, you kind of have to scare them from one side to like get them to go to the, uh, to the exit. Um, it's, it's actually quite difficult. Sometimes, uh, we can't do it and we just have to leave the door open, which, you know, encourages more birds to go in and, and so, um, and the same thing with my berry garden, which I just got re-netted uh, recently. Um, and actually, we decreased the surface area of that garden because it we can't keep up. I mean, literally, we can't keep up. It's way too big of a garden. So I had a guy come out and repost everything so that it's like basically cut in half. So we have like a narrow kind of um, strawberry, uh, blueberry, uh, raspberry garden. But again, birds somehow get in. We've tried to make it, uh, you know, uh, ironclad, but it just, it, it isn't. And um, so my thought, because I'm working on my Operation Disco, uh, I uh, realized, oh, shoot, disco mirror balls are a thing. They're not just for disco queens. They are to hang, people hang them in their vineyards um, and over their vegetable patches to you suspend them high up and uh, it refracts the light and it keeps the birds away. It's almost like a scarecrow in a way. Um, and I thought, how fun. I'm going to put disco balls all over my garden. I mean, why not? They'll look cool. Um, and so that is what I'm going to do. So my, my Operation Disco has reached new heights. Um, I am going to kill two birds with one stone, <laughs> pardon the, uh, <laughs> the pun or whatever it is. As you say, um, the other save birds. birds. Yeah. Yes. Kill a couple. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to hang disco balls everywhere. It's going to be a disco bird deterring party all day, every day. Um, and I'm going to be saving all the birds and, uh, yeah. And, and the other thing I wanted to mention too is, um, uh, amidst that discovery, I have uh, been, you know, just consistently very busy running this business um, and my inbox, I don't know how you deal with your inbox, Sarah, but I have a particular 
uh, method uh, to my madness. I, you know, I star things, I organize things in a way for me that works, um, you know, in terms of important um, and things that maybe um, I don't have to deal with right away, uh, but things that I don't want to forget about. So I don't want to file them away quite yet. And Mm -hmm. I always file away stuff that I'm like, I don't need to deal with that anymore, but maybe down the road, if I need to access it, um, not, you know, I I don't have some brilliant method or anything, but I will say uh, it's been such a busy time that my inbox has gotten to be absolute chaos. And so I've been a bit of a grumpy motherfucker about it because I can't get through my day when my inbox is that chaotic. Mm, mm -hmm. It's just, it's too much chaos for me. I can't focus. And so I I really have, have been having a hard time managing my inbox. I think I'm, I'm signed up for too many newsletters that I want to read. So, and I don't have enough time to read at the time that they come through. So they end up filling up. Yeah. I do not get to my newsletters week after week. There's just no way. And them sitting there, I, I it, it kind of stresses me out though. They sit there and look at me and they'll mm-hmm. get to the bottom, you know, cause they get dated where I'm like, I still want to read that. And I'll, I'll kind of go back through and I'll, I'll look through all the emails. Like, do I really want to read that? Yes, I do. Or this one, maybe I'll delete. Cause I'm not as interested in as I was a week ago. Um, and Anyway, so um, I wonder if y'all out there have a method to uh, the inbox madness. Please email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Yeah. And I'm actually heading to LA tomorrow, Sarah, for your birthday. Yeah. I tried to coerce you to come with. Um, <laughs> I but love I how you're going to LA for my birthday. You know I what? Know, I am. You're going to have so much fun. I actually baked a cake for me, for you. Uh, this week, I actually had a hankering for chocolate cake, so I made one of those almond. Oh gosh, flour I thought you were gonna, like I was like you're going to bring a cake to L.A. I'm not even going to. No, 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 no. Okay. I have to eat yeah. the cake before I leave tomorrow, and I still oh. have a half a cake. Well, that's left. kind of fun. Yeah, totally, and it's for you. It's your birthday cake from Thank afar, you. but for me too. Yeah, Heather <laughs> so. and I were we were gonna we were gonna hang out uh, down in L.A. over the weekend. <laughs> I just kind of couldn't get my act together. I get it. Um, it's okay. I will celebrate yeah. for you. I, I am. I'm actually, uh, I'm doing a double dinner tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know if y'all have done that. It's a two small dinners back to back where, yeah, you don't overeat at the first one. So you can have a couple appetizers at the second one. Well, that's kind of fun. Just to like, yeah, extend the evening um, and, you know, try two different places. I'm going to see old pals. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of work. It's actually a little bit of a work trip because I'm working on that documentary I told you about. Uh, but mostly play. I'm going to the Magic Castle, doing some canyon walks. Um, yeah, it's going to be like kind of that perfect like late or late high 70s weather. You know, it, they just had a pretty big heat wave and I'm really glad it's going to be it's going to cool off a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, but I will definitely raise a glass. Well, Sarah. thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, while we were talking about, well, you were talking about organizing email. Um, I was, I was kind of like, you know, is there any method to my madness that would help Heather at all? And uh-huh. I don't think there is. I'm, I'm kind of the same as you. I, I will delete things uh, begrudgingly. Uh, because I mean, I use Gmail primarily, so it's like, who even cares about deleting, you you know, you just kind of archive it, whatever, unless it's actually junk. Um, if something is something that I, I can't get to and deal with right now, but I need to later, it gets a star. I often will never go back to that starred thing. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) And then like, by the time I look through 
uh, you know, filter by stars. I'm like, yeah, and all this stuff has been, you know, it's either irrelevant or it got handled another way. Um, but every so often there's something in there that I go, oh, yeah, all right. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's even like a, you know, like a someone who's, I don't know, like a long lost friend type thing. And even then I'll go like, yeah, I, I need to get back to this. And then I'll see it like two months later and go, oh, shit, I owe them an email. Um, so uh-huh. there's there's that. But yeah, I've never some productivity tools. And I know that there are so many of them are designed to help, you know, get back to inbox zero or whatever it is you're trying to do throughout the day. That has never worked for me. I feel like productivity tools. Well, first of all, you have to want to use them and you have to be able to be flexible so that they do what they're supposed to do. I cannot tell you how many I've tried from people who are extremely seemingly organized and productive um, running their own businesses, et cetera, et cetera. And I just go like, this is a whole other job. I don't like this. I'm just going to go back to my way of like mostly keeping my calendar together and, yes. you know, occasionally just not having time to read that newsletter that I really wanted to. And then, yeah, like once a week or two goes by, it drops off and is never thought of again. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I think I, I constantly do a sifting, though. I'll go back up to the top and go, where am I at with this? Mm-hmm. Do I need to read? Yeah, like I, I and it and it just sometimes it's just crazy making because especially when I'm off the page, I, I don't like being off the page. I like to have it kind of like, uh, yeah, at a above the level. Fold. Yeah, above the fold makes me feel. I do not like having a second second page where you have to go. Oh yeah, you know this is no. one of 100, a hundred, and then page. it. No, I'm not. I'm not cool with that. It has to be right front and center and visual. Like I can't have it like where I have to go somewhere else to see what else is, you know, there. <laughs> we had a boss once who shall remain nameless, but it was <laughs> you, you and I worked together at the you time. You and I did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it was, he was, um, I don't remember why, but he was, he had this whole thing where he'd say, you know, email, what you do is you, you know, give yourself an hour, like first thing in the morning and then maybe an hour sometime in the afternoon, whatever it is, it's pre-designated time for email because he was a, like a meeting monster. He wanted to have meetings all the time, you know, and I I would say I (laughs) I can't be in meetings all the time. Like I can't get to my work if I'm sitting in the meetings because he was also one of those people who was like, everybody's laptop needs to be closed. You know, meetings are like 100% focus on me. Yeah. He wasn't my favorite boss. You could probably pick that up. But, um, but I remember saying to him, I love this for you. I can't just like check email once a day at a pre-designated time or even twice a day with all this time in between where things are happening and people are wanting responses. Totally. You know, that's great that it works for you, but that is, he was on a level that has never worked for me. And you know, we all work differently. And I also had a different job than he did. I mean, he was my boss, Absolutely. but I was like, you want me to just ignore people for nine hours in a row? You like managed people like on like daily shows and shows that had to like run. Like if you ignored your email, those shows would not, they would not go live. Things just wouldn't happen. It's ridiculous. You know? Email is like, it's part of a communication, uh, you know. He was kind of a dictator. Let's be honest. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. that's, All right. that's the end of that. That's that. Well, I don't really have anything that 
I feel like I can say with authority about the awful stuff that's that's happening in Israel. Um, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, it would be weird to not bring it up. Uh, yeah. But I also, I feel like, well, first of all, I am not an authority at all on this type of thing, even though I feel pretty well read on the history mm-hmm. and what's going on. There's so many details. I do this every few years where I'll kind of go, all right, let me... Let me sort of remind myself why there's 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 been a huge issue, you know, and and conflicts that flare up, you know, over mm-hmm. a period of many years. And I am not going to give anyone a history lesson right now. And I just I was uh, so absorbed in all of this. We had a long weekend yeah. in the U.S. because of uh, indigenous peoples slash Columbus Day on Monday, I didn't work. So I had three days to more or less just like, I mean, I was glued to the news. More so even than, I I almost surprised myself where I was like, I can't get enough of this. Because I was, well, I mean, I that doesn't sound, I don't mean like, oh, this is great. But it was like, I was learning so much and it's also really horrible. And so it's one of those sort of like rubbernecking thing where, you go, sure. I need to get outside. And then I would just like start up a podcast about it while yeah. I was outside and, yeah. you know, just kind of get information as much as I could, you know, and hear these stories from people. And you know, I eventually was like, all right, we got to find some balance here. Um, mm-hmm. I also just didn't work for a few days over the weekend, so I had time. And yeah. it's a it's a crazy thing, Heather. I, I really... I do appreciate the fact that even though you hear a lot about misinformation and, you know, people posting videos that, you know, are like several years old and have de- mm-hmm. been debunked before on X, formerly Twitter and all that stuff. It's like it is a landmine and it is harder, I think, than uh, I don't know if it's harder than ever, but it's it's more obvious than ever that there's just a bunch of junk out there that's designed to, like, confuse you and misinform yeah. you. But I, I, I've got my, my trusted sources. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like if I have the time, which really during the week I don't, but if I have the time, like if I have a whole day to devote to, um, to, to something, I've got, I've got my news and yeah. I feel smarter for it. Uh, I still mm-hmm. don't know that I, you know, if someone said, Sarah, sit me down and start at the beginning, I'd be like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the person yeah. to do that for you, but I can point you to who can. And, and mm. that feels empowering. So I, yeah. I, uh, if, you know, if anybody's out there uh, it, affected by what is going on in any way, and uh, many people are in lots of different ways, then um, yep. I, um, I can only send my heartfelt hope that people are safe and and it will wrap itself up very quickly gosh I know I mean it's like I, anything I can say right now sounds so trite but I do hope I that know. so so hearts hearts to all hug your loved ones yes uh, indeed yeah I have a lot of Jewish friends I'm like quarter Jew um, in fact I just got a note from my uncle who just spoke with our cousin Ofrit, um, who lives in Israel um, a place called Rehovit. Um, and it sounds like, uh, she and, and our extended family are okay. And, uh, she's sending regards and it sounds like her cousins 
living in the South have lost their homes, um, though not their lives. And yeah, she hopes that people will help them to rebuild their lives. And, you know, it really, I think the thing I've, I've been completely, um, you know, all morning long on NPR, they're, you know, reporting on it. And I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, probably a lot of the same ones you are, Sarah. And it's hard to feel okay about being here and being okay and not being surrounded by chaos. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm you feel bad. Like, I, I I wish there was something I could do, you know, to help. I mean, sometimes I, I wish I could just go over there and just do something to like contribute to making it better, you know? And it, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to even feel frustrated with any of your day-to-day stuff when this is going on. Um, and it really puts things into perspective. So yeah, sending, Lots of love and quick, um, you know, let's resolve this. Why can't we? I always wonder, and this is such a naive way of putting it, but I always wonder, like, God, there's got to be a middle of the road way to resolve these conflicts. Could, couldn't there be a, a less violent way to resolve things? But, you know, and then you kind of go back into, you know, studying war and just it's a human thing. And it's um, we're just a, a depressing species sometimes, you know. Yeah. Also. And uh, yeah, I yeah sending sending all the love, all the love out there. And, um, you know, we're we're in it with you, uh, you know, as far away as we are. Um, we are at least in our minds and our hearts we are there with you well that was nicely put that was well thanks put. yeah I um yeah and so meanwhile you know it's um trying to keep up with like what you're saying all the education you know because I love to I just I want to be informed and I know that I can't like some of the history classes I took when I was in high school a lot of that stuff is is blurry I mean it's it's mm-hmm. been a long time <laughs> since I was in those classes and I probably wasn't paying attention half the time um, but you know, you get really immersed in your, your day-to-day routine and, and it really, like I said, puts things into perspective. Um, yesterday I, you know, had one of those bizarro days like you did. It didn't involve turkeys, but, um, mm-hmm. it was one of those days that I sort of meticulously planned out, you know, and I usually Sarah and I record kind of top of the week. Um, but we had to push it because I had a lot of weird meetings and things that I had to like fit like a puzzle kind of. And so I meticulously planned out my day and then I woke up in the morning and like everything just like fell apart. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I had to like flip the whole day and I had to rush to get out of the house and I'm like in my sweats and my, or like, I I remember I ran out of the house with like my belt wasn't buckled and my pants, like my pants weren't even fully buttoned (laughs) up, you know, rushing out, trying to get all this, this stuff, you know, done and, um, and like just sort of going through the day and how, you know, bringing back this whole newsletter thing. It's like, I get these newsletters and there's times when I, I'll get a newsletter and I was just thinking about that exact subject matter. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, but this person wrote about it. I didn't, uh, maybe my fingers on the pulse, but I get mad at myself because I'm like, oh, I could have written about this. This is so something I think about all the time. And I wanted to read you a little excerpt from uh, this newsletter because I thought it was really cool. And uh, it sort of is kind of deconstructing the word weird and and how weird is is such an interesting word. And it means a lot of different things. And we use it a lot. Uh, we kind of throw it around, you know, uh, 
in in a lot of ways that it, you know it has sort of like a general sense, but it it it's a word we say a lot. And so this is a, via um, a girl, Christina Perez. She's a writer. Um, I get, I'm on her Substack, and you know she's basically saying that you know we say it when something is like strange or creepy, mm-hmm. when something seems kind of awkward or off. We say it about things we don't like. Um, you know, we say it about stuff we don't understand. We say it so often um, that you know she decided to look it up, and it turns out that weird means a lot of stuff. It means of extraordinary character, fantastic, supernatural, magical, and unique. Um, you know. Deja vu is weird. Luck is weird. Have you know? Coincidence is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these things, and so it made me really kind of marinate on the word weird because I use it a lot too. And sometimes I catch myself using it, and I'm like, "What did I mean by that? I that was such a weird way of describing the situation." I remember specifically, I was talking to my friend Sasha and I used the word weird in such a strange context. And so the sort of the point of this whole newsletter was that sort of like, we're all kind of weird, but like in a beautiful, uh, strange, Mm -hmm. funny, cool, magical, unique way. And, you know, the weird truth of the fact that we all even exist is pretty weird. It's like, she's basically saying because like one in 400 trillion, uh, us being born, us being these unique special snowflakes. snowflakes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's that's as weird as it gets, right? Oh, it's yeah. like crazy destiny and chance. It's a miracle. Everyone is weird. Let's celebrate that. So, um, I wanted to know how y'all feel about this. Are you weird? And how are you weird? Do you are you very familiar with your own personal weirdness? Email us and tell us all about it. We'd love to hear from you. There was I, I'm reminded of this. I mean, I'm sure it's happened countless times, but over the last year, someone who I was close with, I don't know, was like observing me. I don't know, like talking to my dog or whatever it was. And they were like, Sarah, you're so weird. <laughs> and and I, I remember I remember laughing. No, it was not offensive to me. I don't think sometimes it can be. I don't think it would be offensive to me. I mean, if someone was angry with me and was trying to make it seem like I was crazy and used weird, you know, that might be an issue. But no, being called weird or like or like a nerd or I I guess (laughs) I'm thinking of weird in a certain way. But like to to be weird is not offensive to me at all. In fact, I I kind of like it. And I'm like, well. Weird is better than boring. Absolutely. If someone and said, Sarah, it, you're really boring, I'd be like, well, that doesn't feel very good. But weird doesn't unique. bother me. And who wants to be basic? I mean, I think being weird is cool. Sometimes, d- depending on the context, it can feel like maybe somewhat uh, negative. I don't know, offensive. But but no, I think I think we're we're turning weird on its head here. There we go. Um, and it's I think it is a, a cool word, and we should celebrate it. Yeah. There are weirdos. I would cons- I would say weirdos <laughs> that I'm not crazy about. Right? Well, what if someone called you a weirdo? Would you feel the same as if they called you weird? Oh, uh, probably not. I think it's more more or less the same thing. Um, if, yeah. If if I heard someone say, you know, Sarah's a real weirdo, like behind my back, that's different yeah. than Sarah. You're such a weirdo to my face. I don't know exactly. I mean, context uh-huh. matters a lot here. You know, we can. Absolutely. Go on and on. But yeah, I don't, I don't, it's not a word I dislike. I, I use it often. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Well, listen, we've got a new patron, and we want to celebrate that new patron, who is Travis. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, Travis, man. are you weird? <laughs> Travis, are you weird? If you're Travis weird, you're in the right now. place. Yes, exactly. You are in the right place. We got an email from Kevin. Uh, he's referring to our, we, we we went a little crazy with our Metallica discussion last episode. We sang and <laughs> I had to really bring the volume down like in the edit, but he said, I liked your Metallica discussion. I'm overdue for listening through some albums back to front, but definitely love the memories. My band actually played for Whom the Bell Tolls last night at a gig. That was so fun. Wow. What a coincidence. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's how very cool. Weird, well, tell us about how that went, say. Kevin. How, how very, very weirdly weird. coincidental. It's all coming together. It's mystical and magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else is mystical and magical? What's that, Heather? Is all of our patrons. Yes. Our patronage. Uh, Patreon. Take it away, Sarah. <laughs> I thought you were going to take it away. Uh, I was going to. Yeah. I, I. This is usually what I do at the end of the show. Uh, listen, if you're a patron, you already know all about it. We thank you so much for directly supporting our humble little program here. If you would like to directly support the show, um, some other goodies, you can get into our Discord if that's something that interests you, or certainly at least get an ad-free version of the show. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about that. Uh, at the end of last week's show, I mentioned that Heather and I are going to rethink our Patreon, and we still are. It's one of those things that's slightly below the fold in our email inbox right now, but we're going to yes. get to it. We're going to get to it. Yeah. I believe you, we're us. We're going to have a little workshop. We're going to have a workshop. We're going to have a m- bunch of meetings where you can't check your email. you got to really focus. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. So, y'all, uh, we will see you again next week. You'll hear us. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, um, I will remain Heather. I will stay weird, and you please stay weird, too. Have such a good day. Have such a good day, weirdos. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.